Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you, Lord. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your children. Thank you for your word. Let your word come to us as you want us to be. Hide me behind your cross. Speak to me and through me. Let your word as its purpose in our life. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Praise the Lord. Before I go to the word, there is one thing I want to disappoint you. When pastor was announcing, he said before he was going, the carol service booking was over. There is a default in that. Inside the church, you are not supposed to open your mobile and text it. So whoever sent the text before inside the church, they are default. Please don't accept it. Okay. Now it's a time for us to go to the word. Today, I actually, when I was meditating in the Ephesians, I come across a few things. One of the things is Christian walk. Christian walk. It is taken from actually Ephesians chapter 5, 1 to 15. Actually, there are many more in the different epistles. Even in the same chapter 4 also, there are. Before that, just I wanted to give you the, the, as an as a introduction. We are Christians. We are Christians. Right. Why we became Christian? We are called to be a Christian. Right? We became Christian. Mm -hmm. You did not believe it. Because you are worried or scared what I am going to tell next. Right? Or you are not understood what I am saying. But the Christians, and as we accepted and become a Christian, and always, time to time, day by day, we used to say, it is a blessing and it is a privilege so, if you are a Christian, means Christ is in you. Amen? And you are in Christ. Right? And a Christian life is a journey. Agreed? You have to come join with me, no? Whatever I say, you identify yourselves, then only I can proceed. So, Christian life is a journey. Christianity is a life, the way, or the way of life. It is not a religion. Christianity is a way of life. Agreed? Right. And uh, Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Everything is in it. So Christianity, we are the followers. According to his word, we are accepted and we have a life to live. So here, 
in some, please, uh, please uh, keep open your Bibles. And uh, the same thing, Isaiah 30, 21, it says, Your ears shall hear a word behind you, saying, This is the way, walk in it. So in this, what we understand, there is a way. Christianity is the way. He is the one, he leads us. From the Old Testament, even the New Testament, we know it is a way of life, I say. So in your, if you open your Bible, it speaks about many things. Paul speaks about the way a Christian should walk. It is like as a walk. When Paul speaks of believers' walk, he addressing their daily contact and their consistent manner of life. Number one, Ephesians, before I'm going to the message, number one, uh, Ephesians 4.1, what it says. Paul encouraged Christians to walk worthy of their calling, saying, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner of worthy of, your, of the calling to which you have been called. Did I mention that in the earlier? You are all called. We are called. We are called for a worthy walk. And uh, here the scriptures, worthy walk. That is one of the way. Secondly, in the same Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17 says, Believers were increased to walk in holiness. How you are expected to walk in holiness. He said, now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in futility of their minds. So don't we are not, since we come as a Christian and we should not be, or no longer we are Consider as uh, Gentiles, we are God's children. And we are expected or instructed to walk in holiness. Now we come to our chapter, chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Carefully look at your word, your Bible, what it says. He told us to walk in love. He said, walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Verse 7 and 8, same chapter, Ephesians chapter 5. Believers were called or told to walk in the light. He said, therefore, do not become partners with them, Eight, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as a children of light. Got it? Chapter 5, verse 15. Paul encourages believers 
to walk wisely. What he says, walk wisely, and uh, yeah, and uh, by the enablement of the Holy Spirit, Paul says, look carefully, and how you walk, not as a unwise, but as wise. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. So anyhow, we are going to look at only three of today. That is, so what I said, five. Walk worthy, walk in holiness, walk in love, walk in the light, walk wisely. Since I said that, uh, keep open your Bible and watch what is there. Is there anything different in your Bible? Something should be different. Anybody has the NIV? NIV version? What the NIV says? NIV says, or even NLC, live Instead of walk, it says, live a life filled with love. Live as a people of light. Live, don't live like fools, but live like those who are wise. So in both the way, when I say that it is a journey, you consider that you are walking. As actually, it is a way of living. As I said, Christianity is a way of life. So life means you have to live. So here, I, I hope you are not confused. Anybody got confused? I'm not here to confuse. I am go just along with your own Bible. Most of the Bible says walk. NIV, NLT says live. So Proceed, these three things today. So there are main three instructions in this passage from, uh, from Ephesians chapter 5, 1 to 15. Ephesians 5, 2 says, once again, walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice, God, a sweet-smelling aroma. 5, 8 says, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord, Walk as a children of light. 5.15 says, Paul, walk wisely by the enablement of the Holy Spirit. Paul says, look carefully and how you walk, not as a unwise, but as wise. So now go on to number one. Walk in love. As I said, even John 13 34 and 35, Jesus said, a new commandment he gave to us. He said, I give Sorry. 
John 13, 34 and 35, as I read, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also ought to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. It is a very, very important commandment. So in the days of Jesus Christ, amazingly, what was there? This was a special symbol or emblem given to, a, to Christians by Christ, to his disciples, by which they were all known as his own. The Greek philosophers were known for their great learning. The Jews were known for their commitment to religious rituals and their dress codes. Romans were known for their great strength. Christians, however, were not being known for any of these things. Rather, they were being known by their love for one another. We are different people. We were called from the darkness. We were called as a Gentiles from the Gentiles. We are God's children. We are having Christ in us. We are called as a Christians, the one Christ as in him. We are known by our love by having love with one another. Right? Mm -hmm. Ephesians 4.31 says, Paul says, it is not, it is, we are called to love one another. Do you agree on this? Right. We are called, what I said the first one, walk with love. Without love, it is impossible. To please God. Right? Without faith it is impossible. Without love you cannot. So here, 431 says, in the, in the previous chapter, but it is not easy, I say, say, you have to give up certain things. What is there? 431 gives us the list. Six things which prevents anyone walking in love. That is the condition. It is not easy to walk in love. There is a condition. And the six things prevents you. What, is, what are they? Bitterness, rag, and anger, brawling, slander, and malice. Let's have a look on all these things, but, but no time today to explain what is bitterness and uh, what is rag, what is anger, what is brawling, and slander, and malice, and all. Why? Some, it is necessary for us to know. There are many things in the Bible, many terminologies we come across in our life, but we read and read and read, but I don't think that everything we understood. 
Many, many sins are there. The, the, the list was so long. But most of them we don't understand. We do not know. There are many reasons. There are many reasons. Number one, what is that? We don't know the meaning. Is it? Number two, we are not, not once knowing that is sin, but we are not doing such a sin in our life. We don't commit, or we, none of us live with that sin which is mentioned. That is why we don't bother about it. We are not taking interest to know about it. For this also we are keeping silent. Hello? Some of the things are not meant to us because we have never heard or done those things. That is another thing. Some of the things are without knowing we are committing sins. That, that we don't realize it. So that doesn't mean that we are live holy. It doesn't mean they are, our lives are very much pleasing to God. Agreed? At least say amen to that. So sometimes we are ignorant. Even when we are studying the mind of Christ, there are many things. What is a Christ-like? What is the opposite? What is a perversion? Perversion is something that is related to sin. That most of us, we don't even not knowing the, even the meaning of it. The same way, why you are going for all these things? Even for the very salvation. Why people are not getting accepted Jesus Christ? Some of the different faith people. They don't know or understood what is salvation. Salvation through Jesus Christ by your repentance and your confession and how you will be saved. They don't understood it. So it is because you are ignorant, because you don't understand, you cannot say that it is not for you or not paying any attention for it. Salvation is the greatest gift. Salvation is the greatest blessing. In these days, people are always going behind the blessings and the promises of God. And uh, last two or three years of this COVID and online started, always we are, everything is open. We are very much and uh, attentive to those things concerned and interested in this. But uh, I don't think most of the people have got confused. Hearing so many things is a danger also. So anyhow, it is better. The first thing is, let us remember, the first way of life is, or the Christian walk is, walk in love. Why you walk in love? There are two things. He mentioned it. Be a imitator. The first thing is, it is God has forgiven you. You have to forgive one another. God has forgiven us. We have to forgive one another. You are not ready to forgive. So in that case, it is difficult. God loved us. We have to love one another. Aha, this is okay. So that we, I understand this. You are not ready to forgive, but you are ready to love to show. Because that can be seen. 
your loving to one another can be seen forgiving one another cannot be seen both are equal none of the thing can be separated god loved us he commanded us to love one another god has forgiven us he wants us to forgive one another ultimately the result is you will live in peace amen secondly walk as a children of light 58 says you were once in darkness but now you are light in the lord walk as a children of light it says as i said live as a children of light where did he get it from he is the light i'm not telling everything just the outline only jesus christ is the light jesus christ is the light we receive the light from him so we have to be as a light in this world the light has to be seen by everyone we are expected to show to the world that we are christian first of all there should not be a darkness in us as we are light there should be the surrounding should be you could see what is surrounded you there are many things light separates us and the light brings life to us the light exposes the things which are hidden the light illuminates and elaborate the things so these are all the things i expected to explain to you because of the time i may not be going for it but there is a one thing it says 1 john 2:9 he who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now we may be saying yes the light is there i am in the light i know whatever i said light has to separate darkness from the light uh, from the uh, light and it is from the creation god has separated we were separated in this world and we we should know we were in darkness now we are in the light everything is in our hand everything we have to even the scripture is in the light we should be like as a light everything there should not be any spot of darkness or even a sin in us so that is the meaning of it but when we do not love or show our love to our own brother it shows that you are in darkness brother means not only your own brother you are you are uh, on the brother who born with all our brothers and sisters so you may say that and i have no enemy i have love everybody whether you know them or do not know them sometimes we know them by face sometimes we know them by name but uh, love in the sense uh, how do you express it how many of us one test how many of us knew every one of the member of the church 
But in other religions, whether you know them or do not know them, just always say hello, greeting them. You just think about it. Have you think? Do you think that you are greeted everyone in this church? Everyone. I don't think. So in that case, it is a fellowship, knowing each other, whether known people or unknown people. You know the names or do not know the names or their backgrounds. Better to greet one another. Better to greet one another. And take an initiative to know each other. And that is a meaningful fellowship. That is the meaningfully we can show that we love them. Okay, thirdly, walk wisely. And actually there are three more things in this. It is not a single word. There are up to 17 it is. So I will read it for you. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 5, 15 to 17. Look carefully. Underline that. Look carefully. Then you walk. Not as unwise but as wise. Verse 16. Making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Another condition. 17. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So we want to look at each verse separately. So 15 says uh, in this, Walk in an attentive way, carefully. Walk wisely means there are three things you have to remember. Wisely, even though one word, there are three things you have to remember if you walk wisely. One thing is you should look carefully and walk. Second thing is here about it. So when you are looking carefully, make sure your steps are accurately placed in alignment with God's will. Are you walking in God-given or God-glorifying purpose? Is the last half of the sentence. It says that, states that, here the 15, Paul expects the idea of walk carefully, accurately. Secondly, Walk in an opportune or take that as an opportunity what God has given. Verse 16 says, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. So we have to make use of those. The, that Take that as an opportunity if you walk wisely. Thirdly, verse 17, what we learn, do not be wise. Uh, sorry, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So it goes on, on. So I'm sorry I could not be able to go in detail because of the communion service. But as a summary, there are in, in, in Ephesians 1 to 17, there are 10 commandments. Look at your Bible. Please watch. Verse 1, we are commanded to be imitators of Christ. Verse 2, we are to walk in love just as Christ loved us. 
second commandment. Third, verse 3, commands this, fornication, uncleanness, and covetousness cannot even be mentioned among us. Fourth commandment, verse 6, we are commanded not to be deceived by the vain words or useless words. Verse 7, we are not to be partakers with those who practice unrighteousness. Verse 8, commandment, they are commanded to walk in the light. Verse 11, we are commanded to have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of the darkness, but rather we are to expose them. Verse and the commandment 9, walk circumpactly, not as fools. Tenth commandment, not to be unwise, but be wise. So, so many things in that chapter or even in the 15th. It is easy to remember Christianity is a walk. You walk with love, walk in the light, walk wisely. That is the message for today. Now it's a time for us to go to the Lord's table. As the time is passing, anyhow, I have to read 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Um, I will read it for you from verses 23. For I received from the Lord that I which also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup, after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So, as a summary, as we know that time and again it is repeated to you, what does it mean? It? it is not supposed to be taken as now, as in a hurry. And we should remember, since you, all of us are aware of what is the meaning of the Lord's Supper, and in this, it is a commandment. At the same time, it is a celebration. What God has done for us. So here we are expected to celebrate the, the Lord's table. One of the things is, it is a memorial. We should remember the past in the Old Testament. As a, to save these God's children, the Passover was done. For us, Jesus Christ himself has gave his life crucified on the cross. Remember that the way he suffered and he gave his life for us. Remember those things. And we are called to proclaim the same death by which we are saved. And it is a communion coming together. How do we observe this? We should not take it lightly and we should take with respect and honor and with a thanksgiving to our God. And before that, we have to examine ourselves. So if we have any unforgiven sin in us, please confess to the Lord and keep yourself ready to accept Him or sure of your forgiveness. And secondly, and as we are coming together, consider one another as we are one. And this has to be 
of course, has to be done as often as possible. It is possible for us in a once in a month alone. So now, it is for you. Though this table is prepared for those who are accepted Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior and obey the Lord and confess before the testimony as a testimony and uh, obey to what is a baptism. And if you are all of you, you are accepted and you are welcome. And those who are not or having any guilt in you, you may be a believer, uh, please better to not to take part in it. Let's pray. Yes, yes, Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you, Lord, for this morning. Thank you, Lord, for the communion which kept before us. Lord, we bless the blood, bread and the wine before us and sanctify it as you are going to take part in it. Let this bring blessings in our life. Lord, help us to remember you died for us and you gave your life for us and you are buried, you are resurrected. More than all, you are coming. And here we are to proclaim your coming, O oh Father. And we are commanded to do this until you come. Help us to remember even your coming in these days, O oh Father. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Sorry for the just please guide them.
One more time. You are my home. You are my home. Oh my God. Oh my God. Greatest to me. In the beauty of your grace. In the fullness of your grace. In the power.
another beautiful afternoon that the Lord has brought us in this place. As we stand before his feet this hour, I want you just to reflect over how wonderful God has been to you as an individual and even as to us as a congregation. How faithful has God been in your life till this moment? The COVID came went and the Lord preserved you. The year has come, it's drawing to a close and his mercies are still abundant in your life. Father, we thank you this afternoon. We humble ourselves before your holy throne. We thank you for your mercies that abound. We thank you for the grace that abounds in our life. Father, we thank you for January, February. We thank you for your grace in March. We thank you for your healing in April. We thank you, Jehovah God, for the love that you have expressed to us in June. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for your providence in July. We thank you, King of Glory, for the fellowship you have had with us in August. Father, we thank you for September, that you make us to have hope in the days to come. Lord, as we start our October, we see your favor in our lives. Thank you, Lord. Jehovah, we want to thank you for the grace that you have bestowed upon the church, the bread of life, the favor that you have shown in our leadership, and even the membership of this church. We pray, King of glory, that your presence will abide with us, O Lord. Like Moses, we shall cry in our hearts that we shall not make a move unless you go with us. Father, let that be a commitment in our lives, O God, individually and as a corporate determination, that we shall not make a move until we are sure it is God leading us in that direction. Thank you, Jehovah God, for the mercy and grace. Thank you for your favor in the days to come. Thank you for your providence in the days to come. Thank you for the peace in the days to come. Thank you for your salvation, God, upon they that long to know you, O God. We give you praise and honor. Lord, as we live in this place, we pray that you go with us. Let the week ahead be full of fulfillment satisfaction in our lives. Let us experience your fellowship throughout, in our families, in our place of work. Let us see the hand of God lift us up. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Joyly. God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days.
Amen. Amen. Sorry, I was saying the grace again. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Have a blessed day. The newcomers, those who are visiting us for the first time, shall we meet somebody outside this door? Somebody will be waiting for us just to pray with us. May God bless you so much. See you next week.